Hi, everyone. Welcome to Not So Molly Mormon Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm doing Welcome the creepiest. back to our services. <laughs> Welcome back. It's been so long, Katie. It has. We're all we're talking very quietly, very we're sweetly. To soothe you, soothe you into this Monday evening. <laughs> so wait, they listen on a Thursday, so I should say it's Thursday you on your Thursday evening. Um, yeah. guys, we're back. I'm no longer shitting hot lava for my asshole, so that's good. <laughs> and I'm back. So I'm glad that you're doing better. I haven't told Katie the story, actually. I saved it because it's a gem. I think it's a gem. Um, To give you guys the full story, because everyone wants to know, I, I, like, hope you're sitting down eating some chocolate ice cream even to prepare for this. (laughs) Um, So last weekend, my partner and I went to this big park that's in Berlin. That's, like, it used to be an airport. And then now they've turned it into a park. So we met some friends, had a nice evening, but it was so hot because Berlin doesn't have AC. And it's like, this park is nice, but there's not really shades. It's an abandoned airport. So it's just like a lot of, what is it called? Tarmac? Is that the word? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. English. I did it. You I got did. it. <laughs> um. So basically that. I mean, we had shade in this area. Like, to be fair, we had shady spots and stuff like that. But it was just hot hot so you guys get my drift and we cycled there so it was like uh, we did the math it turned out to be like 12 miles or 13 miles that we cycled that day and on the way back <laughs> oh, we were cycling and I was like oh something ain't right <laughs> something <laughs> ain't right with my stomach and he was oh, no. like oh is everything okay and I was like cycle ahead cycle ahead because there's a lot of frogs back here that I keep running over and uh <laughs> Keep, keep going. He's like, a lot of frogs back there. I was like, yeah, yep, yep. They're croaking real loud. So just keep going, keep going. And I was like, oh no, this is not just gas. Like, I'm literally about to shit my pants. Like, this is going to happen. We are cycling. We still have like 20 minutes left in our cycle. I was like, I don't know what to do because if I get off, like, I can't put this in a cab. Like, I can't just leave my bike. Like, I just have to do it. So, y'all, that was a struggle. Like, I mean, at one point, I was going so slow because I was clenching my butt cheeks <laughs> together while trying to pedal. It was, like, basically slower than a person walking. Like, I was just, like, barely <laughs> crawling. <laughs> so, we get back to my flat, and I instantly am just, like, sit down. I'm, like, oh, maybe I'm good. Maybe I'm good. And then I'm, like, nope. Turn on the TV. Find a show. <laughs> Turn up the volume. It's going to be bad. Blow it up. I feel so ill. Like, instantly, I'm just, like, I feel like throwing up. Like, so it was a classic awful stomach virus, but it hit in the most unfortunate time of the middle of, like, this hot-ass day, cycling your bike, trying to get home, and you get the shits. Like, I'm so happy you made it. Like, what if you had to go in the bushes? Well, that's the thing is I was full on like in my head while we were cycling. I was like, I think I'm going to have to shit in my pants and just like cycle home in it. Because oh, it. No, no. And I was like already thinking, I was like, okay, I'm just going to shit my pants and like, <laughs> I'll just like throw them away in the trash when I get home, take a shower. 
We already had poop paper story. It's fine. We've gone through enough. Like, he's good. Oh, he already knows your poop smell. Well, yeah, so sorry, and, guys, but that's why I couldn't record last week. Cause, and then I went to the doctor thinking, like, because it was one of those nasty ones where, like, it wasn't even the stomach. It only lasted for, like, 24 hours, but I was so tired and weak. Like, I had no energy, and I was just sleeping all day long. And I was like, okay, something's not right. Because <laughs> I tried to go to work, and I ended up going home, and I went to the doctor, and he was like, oh, yeah, there's, like, a nasty virus going around mm-hmm. Berlin that's, like, taking five to seven days to pass. And it's just, like, yeah. you're so tired and, like, you just sleep all day and it comes in waves. Like, maybe you feel fine. And then, like, two hours later, you're just like, I need to be in bed. So that's my life story. And aren't you guys so glad you listened to it for ten minutes as to why I was a sickie? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you're better. That is good. I'm better. Um, I went to last, uh, so two weekends ago, I went to San Diego and I stopped by the Mormon Battalion Museum and I got a picture. (laughs) I'm standing out in front. There's a picture of me, um, with one of like the Mormon Battalion soldiers. It's a statue. And then I have a picture where it says the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints Mormon Battalion Museum or whatever. And I I'm in front of it and I wanted to flip it off. But there were people standing all around and I didn't want to be rude. So I didn't. But I have those pictures and I can put them up on Instagram because they're pretty funny. Please put them up on Instagram. And I I learned that in that museum. So I didn't go inside because they take you through this guided tour, and I didn't want to get suckered in to waste half an hour of my day. But the missionaries work in there, and they're dressed as pioneers. They had the full floor-length <laughs> pioneer garb on with the bonnets and stuff. And they, I guess they take you through a interactive kind of experience of the Mormon pioneers and the Mormon battalion. So I just peeked in, and I was like, oh. No, I'll take pictures out here, and then we can go get a cocktail. <laughs> oh, my God. That's kind of how it was in Abu, though. They're dressed, like, in pioneer outfits. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I <laughs> forgot like, about that. so fucking weird. It was really uncomfortable for it. And I went as a Mormon, and I was so uncomfortable by it. I was like, why are they dressed in pioneer outfits? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um... Wow. Well, I'm glad you had a nice weekend, though. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice. Um, I think before we start, the only other thing I can think of that we have an announcement for is we have another patron member. Oh, my um, God. Yeah, it's Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Thanks for being amazing and supporting us. Mwah. Yes, so if any of you want to go be our patrons, I know we say this almost every time, but I just wanted to make sure I tell you, you have to go to um, patreon.com slash notsomollymormon, because if you try to search for us on there, it won't show up because we're technically adult content. <laughs> so oh, you have to you have that. to put in, yeah, you have to put in like the entire URL and then you can sign up. So <laughs> oh. That's helpful to know. I didn't realize that. 
Um, and yeah, and thank you for all of our other um, patrons who we already gave you a shout out, but we give you a shout out every time. And thanks again for those who aren't our patrons, but maybe just like us and support us and send us lovely messages. We yes. love us all, and we don't like the ones who hate us. Uh, okay I think so I, I feel like usually we have so many more announcements to make but yeah I think we we're probably good we can get into the topic today bum, 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 which I have some good stuff I didn't talk to Katie about this before because I'm saving it oh good I love when you save it so my reaction is genuine <laughs> Um, so today we're talking about the concept of quote unquote progressive Mormons. Yes, which this is a topic that gets us both really fired up. And my poor partner, yes, listen to me talking about it all the time because it really, I feel like the last three or four months has really like, I've seen a lot of it in my personal life that it just, it really pisses me off and bothers me. Because my biggest complaint is, and I'm not saying I'm perfect, and I'm not saying that, like, I don't fuck up and maybe I say one thing and someone's caught me doing something else. I don't know. I'm not saying I'm perfect. Um, but I just feel like progressive Mormons are extremely hypocritical, and that's something that I just can't – it don't sit right with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yep. No, I, I totally agree because – and I guess if you just think about it lightly, it seems like progressive Mormons are possibly a good thing. You know, you hear the word progressive, you're like, okay, cool. But then, like you said, you actually think about it a little bit deeper and you realize the hypocrisy of it where, you know, they belong to this organization that teaches certain things. And then these individuals claim that they're progressive, yet it it can't really be so if they're part of a church that isn't progressive right so exactly, exactly. Yeah. I feel like the biggest one is and I, I want to make sure that if you know any of my friends who are progressive Mormons who listen to this which I highly doubt they ever do but if they do I don't I feel like it's such a touchy topic because I don't want to offend or criticize people by talking about this it's just something that I've observed and it really bothers me, but I'm also quite open to the idea of having a conversation with someone who's a progressive Mormon and, and, and actually hearing their point of view. Because yeah. in all honesty, maybe they point out something that I've never even thought of or I've been so blinded by my anger of the whole issue that maybe it's something that I just don't, you know, even consider that would change my mind. So if, you know, those of you who maybe are progressive Mormons who are listening, which again, I highly doubt that you are, um, or friends of mine who are listening, like I'm very keen to have a conversation about it. So, oh, however you changed your mic, sorry to interrupt, but however you just changed it, it sounds like a million times better now. Oh no, is it connected now? I don't think it is. I don't know. It feels, it sounds good right now. Really? Was it not good before? Oh shit, you it, guys. It's okay. It was just a little bit echoey, but that's fine. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, guys. You probably, because, you know, Katie and I don't edit, and I'm for sure as hell not re-recording this. So. No, it, it wasn't <laughs> that bad. Just, I'm glad. I just wanted to tell you, whatever you did just now, keep it like that. <laughs> okay. Is it still good right now? 
Still good. Still great. Okay, because I just put it on the couch and I'm not touching it. So perfect. Um. Anyways, point being, I think Katie and I are both very, very interested and would like to have a conversation with someone who, you know, identifies as a progressive Mormon to kind of pick their brain about some of the things. Because I guess for me, the biggest, I wouldn't say issue, but maybe that is the only word I can think of. It just sounds a bit more hostile than I want it to. But the, the thing that I just can't really wrap my head around or understand or fathom is like how you can be a progressive Mormon and say that you are LGBTQ plus supporter and advocate and a feminist and be Mormon. Like those two things to me cannot happen. They cannot coexist because you are saying that you support these people, but yet you don't because you're not supporting them having equal rights. Yeah. So that's the thing that I'm just like, that's very contradicting for me. And I can't even take you seriously when you say that you are and you like go to rallies and you go to parades and pride and everything like that. But yet you're paying money into an organization that literally forbids it and says that it's a sin and a damnation to the world and all this stuff. So like, I just, someone explain it to me, explain to me how this works. (laughs) You know, I've tried to have conversations with Mormons that say they're progressive about these things and I I never get answers that are satisfactory to me so if any of you listening are a progressive Mormon and you want to answer these questions feel free because every time I ask a progressive Mormon about this their their answers are very fluffy and they don't make any sense um you know like Sarah just said they'll say well we go to we went to pride and Um, You know, we went to the Love Loud Festival and we love gay people and I have a gay friend. But, you know, having gay friends, being friendly to gay people is not being progressive. That's just treating them like decent human beings. You know, what is progressive is actually advocating for the rights of people that are in the LGBTQ community and for women. And even if you say you do that or if you say you're a Democrat, a liberal whatever, if you are still paying money and time to an organization that actively oppresses the queer community and women, then you're not progressive. You, exactly. It's, you're, it's a juxtaposition there. You're, you're saying one thing and doing another thing. Yep. So. Yep. A hundred percent. And I've heard from one friend of mine who, again, I don't ever want to come across as being like backstabbing or bitchy or whatever, because I find, you know, I'm, I'm open to understand. And I, I really would like to maybe have a conversation to understand this. But um, I, it was a, maybe two years ago we talked about this or a year ago. I can't remember. And I was kind of just like, ah, but like, you know, don't you question the same things? And like, you're, you know, a feminist and your very close friends are, you know, two well, are just like, you know, I'm trying to say this so I don't give away. <laughs> um, they're gay men and blah, blah, blah and whatever. And so I'm just kind of wrapping my head around it. And I remember her response was more of just it, it was better for her. She felt better to have the gospel in her life than to not have it in her life. Mm-hmm. Which to me, I think that's that's fair on some levels. Like I understand that for many people, religion and structure and this sense of purpose is um comforting to them and it makes them feel whole and good and whatever and that's fine 
but maybe why does it need to be a religion that oppresses people? You know what I mean? Like, why not well, pick a right. religion that can still fulfill those needs, but without doing it and like, or, or without harming other people? You know? Well, right. And when they give those types of answers, uh, it doesn't answer the question or the problem. It's just saying, you know, that's the type of answers I get too a lot is things like, it's maybe an anecdotal experience they had where they say I can't deny my spiritual experience or I just believe in Christ I have such a close relationship with the savior and mm-hmm. blah 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 and so then when I ask okay well you you say you believe in Christ okay cool that's fine but why this one religion um, and you know, I, I know that in their head they believe that it's because this is this religion is the true one that was mm-hmm. whatever restored on this earth, and so that's why. But the, it doesn't answer the question as to what are you going to do about the problems and the oppression that your ch- church creates. Yeah. And they don't do anything about it. And if they do, if it's someone like John Dillon or Kate Kelly, someone who is a believing Mormon and tries to be progressive and actually say something about it, they get excommunicated. Exactly. So <laughs> you kind of, I, I, I don't know how more progressive Mormons don't see that and understand that. And maybe they do and they just don't have an answer. But they always, when I speak to them anyways, they kind of, run or beat around the bush so to speak like they never yeah. actually answer the question they just say well it's because I have this personal relationship with the savior and I know that he'll make everything right in the end but to me that's so sad that you just expect these people to live through life and they'll know when they die why God wanted them to suffer exactly and <laughs> uh, no <laughs> and like we say that but I'm just like but I was that person, you know, I, when oh, yeah. I was struggling with it and especially with this topic and, you know, feminism and gay rights, like I was constantly like, this doesn't sit right with me, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a believer of this church. So I just assume that God will make this right in the afterlife and somehow I'll understand and it'll all make sense to me later. And you that's kind of how to, I found comfort, you know? Yeah. You know, what came to my mind with that is like, what if you had that um, attitude towards something like civil rights? Say you were living in the States in the 60s uh, when maybe a church, you, I mean, you were belonging to a church that opposed the civil rights movement. And yeah. you were like, well, I don't really know why, because I feel like everyone should be equal. So I don't really know why, but I just know God will explain it to me later. Like, no, <laughs> your church is wrong. That's exactly. the, that's the truthful, honest, and then like answer that people, the moral answer, I feel like that people should say, but they prefer to choose the church and then just say, I don't know why, but I'm still going to let this discrimination happen anyways. And then just say that, well, I don't hate gay people. I love them. I just don't, I just don't want them to have the same rights as me. (laughs) Exactly. Ah! (laughs) And that's something that I, I just, I, I won't ever understand. And also this whole concept of, it really gets my blood boiling still is this whole idea of Mormons getting mad that like you can't, and progressive Mormons as well, like, I'm not obviously speaking on behalf of everyone, but the ones that I've interacted with, who it's like, as soon as you say what you believe in, it's instantly, like, they turn around so that you're a dick, like, you're horrible, and, like, 
you know, why they're offended that you would even bring it up. But I'm like, dude, you literally talk about your religion and beliefs all the time. Like, yeah. how is this fair? Like, if you're really progressive, then you'll want to have, like, an actual conversation with me where you don't yep. get uncomfortable and completely shut down and tell me or, like, avoid the topic or whatever. Like, I'm not doing that with you when you talk to me about your goddamn like release society meeting that you had, like I'm listening to you as a friend and I'm being like, even though I think it's all bullshit, it's your beliefs and it's what makes you happy. And if that's part of what makes you happy and you want to talk to me about it as a friend, I will listen, but I want you to have the same respect for me where yes. you're not listening to me and being in a friend with a hidden agenda where you're hoping that you'll somehow convert me back and, you know, whatever, because you don't want to hear what I actually believe in because I'm in a dark place or whatever. It's just, it's really annoying to me and frustrating because I'm like, if you're going to play the part of being a progressive Mormon, fine. If we ignore all these other things that we just talked about, fine. But then there's this part where I'm like, but you're not then because you're not able <laughs> to have an actual conversation with me. Like, I have to pretend that I don't believe in the things that I believe in in order to make you feel comfortable. And I just think that's bullshit. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's not progressive. No. You know, the more I think about it, um, and this might offend some people, but I don't really care. Uh, I don't I don't think you can honestly be progressive and be a Mormon. I don't think you can be both. No. Uh, I think it it doesn't make any sense, you know, because even with small, I think, I think progressive Mormonism is like 50 years old. You know, it's something that we, we would say like, oh, good for them. Something that happened in the 60s. Like, for example, how Russell M. Nelson says that women can wear pants now on a mission. And everyone's like, oh, my God, he's so progressive. And it's like, oh, OK, he let women wear pants. He is so in progressive. In 2019, like, right. It's like, oh, okay, great, you know, and I, it, this man, Russell Nelson, he's not progressive, like, he's not progressive at all, and the people say he's progressive because he reversed the LGBTQ, like, oh exclusion God, policy, it's like, he installed that policy, so I he's know. not progressive, and the man doesn't even believe in evolution, so how progressive can he really be? I mean, exactly, <laughs> and yeah. it's just like, uh, yeah. I can't like sometimes I just even this is kind of off topic a bit but just I remember thinking that I was a progressive Mormon back in the day because like <laughs> you know my best friend was gay and you know even though I didn't believe in his lifestyle I was like oh but you know I have a gay best friend so that's but you're cool. you're nice to him so I'm nice to him progressive. So great and occasionally I would swear oh my god and that made me progressive and I was a feminist <laughs> Oh my that god. Is so true, the swearing thing. Like they'll throw a shit in there occasionally. Yeah. You're just like, oh, that is a cool Mormon. They what a shit. cool Mormon. <laughs> or like so occasionally I would break the Sabbath and like go <gasps> eat with non-Mormon friends. Oh, and, like, blah blah blah. And it's funny because I don't realize how absolutely ridiculous it is until I'm around people who did not grow up Mormon and like this past weekend when we uh, we went to this park, it's called Thai Park, and you, like, it's open on Saturday and Sundays, and you go and you buy delicious Thai food and drinks and whatever. And I had not been in over, I think it had been, like, five years. Mm -hmm. And so everyone kept asking, like, oh, like, did you like it the last time you went? And I was like, why can I not remember the food? Like, what the hell? Like, I'm sure, I know I went here at least twice and on a Sunday. 
And then it clicked. I was like, oh, because I was Mormon, so I wouldn't buy anything on a Sunday. So we went to this park, and I never bought anything because it was a Sunday. (laughs) And I was, like, telling that to my partner and his friends, and he was just like, oh, my God, I can't even. that, That was a thing? Like, you're not allowed to buy on a Sunday? And I was like, no. And it's just like you see people's reaction of, like, how absolutely ridiculous it is. And then it, like, humbles me a bit because I was like, God, I thought I was so progressive then, too. Like, I know. Well, yeah. I can buy on a Sunday, but not this Sunday because I want blessings this week, so I won't do it. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is that I can remember myself thinking I was a progressive Mormon. Like, I was so, quote, unquote, open-minded when it's like, if you're a Mormon, you can't really be open-minded. And then when you ask Mormons questions about, like, you know, I've asked them before, you know, why don't women have the priesthood or why aren't women in places of power? And I get the same answer that I would have probably given, which is like, women are sacred. Women are special. They don't need the priesthood. They have the gift of bearing children. And God gave men the priesthood because they need something to learn. Like that whole fake, like putting the woman up on the pedestal thing when it's actually condescending and sexist as hell. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but I know how it, I can, I remember how it was to be in that mindset, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. And just like, Okay, so this is the, I shared with you, Katie, one message I got on Instagram, but I did not tell you about the other one. Oh, yay. So, okay, cool. I'm excited. <laughs> so on Saturday, Katie sent me this amazing meme, which she also posted on our Not So Molly Mormon account, too. So I'm sure you guys saw it, but I was nervous to post this because I never outspokenly like said anything about the Mormon church, like, on my personal accounts, really. Like, okay. I mean, I've I've done, like, things about abducted in plain sight or maybe, like, one or two stories where I say, like, we have a new episode out, but I've never, like, actually said, like, more or my belief that the Mormon church is a cult or said anything that would, like, rock the boat, so uh-huh. to say. So I was a bit like, oh, I can't do it, I can't do it. And I was just like, fuck it. Like, it's funny and it's true and if people are offended, then bye. Like, you know, <laughs> and I even made a point to, like, post, like, don't be mad at me for posting this type thing. Because yeah. I just did not want to hear anyone sending me messages about this shit. Like, any Mormon people sending me messages. I was kind of like, this is an opportunity for me to, like, filter my account anyway. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> yeah, if people yeah. are offended by this, then by all means, like, unfollow me. And I won't be offended because it's your choice. It's your belief, whatever. But I'm also, like, just over filtering and trying to pretend that I'm someone I'm not for social media sake. You know what I mean? Good, I was just like, good what for you. Anyway, so in case people did not see this meme um, or this, is this economy? It's not economy. It's called whatever. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. I, I would call it a meme. I don't know. I call it's it everything a meme. A meme okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so bad with technology and shit. Being up with the cool kids, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Um, okay, so it says the clitoris has over 8,000 nerve endings and still isn't as sensitive as a Mormon confronted with facts about their cult. <laughs> <laughs> and it's oh. so funny because it's so true. Like, oh, I, so true. I was laughing so hard when I said I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm putting it on my Instagram story. <laughs> that made me so happy. I loved it. 
And so then I get this message from this uh, one friend of mine who I assume that she was very much Mormon. Um, she always posts things about like conference and Mormon things. So so when she sent me the reaction of like, ha, 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 this made me laugh so hard and a laughing, crying face. I was like, oh, my God, maybe she's left. And like she's a closet exmo. Like, oh, great. I'm so excited. So I was like, ah, it's so amazing. It made me laugh hard, too. And then I thought, okay, she's not responding to that. And now I'm just curious. So I tested the water a bit and I was like, but it's going to offend a lot of people because I just wanted to know if she was still Mormon or she was saying she was a progressive Mormon or whatever. So she sends back like, I'm LDS, you know, I'm a convert. I was a missionary and I'm still active and stuff, but I learned something. People are interested in what you believe. You can explain stuff and the spirit will be there testifying. If they don't want to, you let them be and don't fight them or get sensitive because they believe different than you. They have a right to think differently and that's okay. Which I thought like, huh, okay, that's really nice of you to say. Like, I was like, wow, well, good for you. I left the church and had my records removed. And unfortunately, I'm not able to have an adult respectful conversation with Mormons about it without them getting offended or just trying to convert me back. It's frustrating for sure, for sure. So thanks for showing me a different side, which to be fair, now that I'm reading it, I'm like, not every Mormon has been like that with me, but I was also very drunk when I wrote this. So <laughs> yeah, I have to bear in mind that like I was I... struggling to write this. Um, anyway, she's just like, I'm so sorry to hear that. They should know it's your decision. If they want to hang out with you, then they have to let you be. And then she just kind of goes into saying that, like, she was inactive for a bit because of the Mormon culture. But this is the progressive part that I think is interesting. She's like, I took a step back concerning Mormon culture and traditions that have nothing to do with core beliefs. So I've been judged a lot and stuff. So in a way, I guess I get it. But I'm like, no, because no. The issue isn't in the Mormon culture. I mean, that's a big part. But for me, and I think you as well, a big issue is in the core part of the church. Yes. Like, yes. The Mormon that, culture. And yeah. Is that the- excuse, that cop out of like, it's the culture that you don't like versus the doctrine or, or the gospel. That, I get that a lot. And yeah, that pisses me off because it's like, no. My problem is with the actual church and the teachings of the church. Yes, the culture of the church sucks as well, but um, I understand the teachings and the doctrine of the church, and that's what I have a problem with. Exactly. Also, just side note, I'm sorry if you guys hear this annoying humming in the background. My washing machine is on, and I have the door shut, but it's like a beast. So it's like, <laughs> it sounds like a fucking airplane has taken off. So I'm so sorry. Bear with us today. Technology issues slash I'm in my living room in underwear and I just can't be bothered to shut the door. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and then there's also this part, which, again, in all honesty, maybe maybe I'm just being sensitive and I'm reading between the lines that there's actually nothing to read between. Like I'm making assumptions. And I'm thinking things that aren't true. So, you know, bear with me. That might be it. But when as, as soon as I saw this part where it was like, and the spirit will be there testifying, I was like, here we go again. Like, I thought, yeah, yeah right. A conversation, but you got to throw in that little dig, like just a little 
Mm-hmm. She's got to be a missionary, so she's got to throw in something about the spirit testifying and, like, letting you know it's true because mm-hmm. I did missionary work with this person. So I know that that's – I don't know, but I'm assuming that that's their aim because I've gone out with them when they did missionary work. And that's how it was presented, you know, like, yeah, 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 believe whatever you want, but the spirit will testify or the spirit has testified to you before. Remember, like, so anyway, so I get that. That's so assumptive to um, just to assert that the quote unquote spirit is even a real thing or a thing that people Mm -hmm. feel in the same way it's like that is a thing that maybe you have faith in or that you believe in but that doesn't make it real and that's not something yeah it's kind of almost that pretentious and condescending way of speaking that's like well if you feel the spirit but it's like you can't even fucking prove that the spirit is real sorry (laughs) but exactly and then I got this is the one that I sent to Katie that is oh my god it makes me so angry Okay, so this is also another missionary who, because my calling in Berlin was ward missionary. So I would go out with the missionaries all the time, and he is someone who I would go out and, like, teach investigators the gospel and shit. I'm doing air quotes. Um, So I wasn't surprised. But then he sent me, so the first thing he says is, like, ha-ha, I think it makes sense, though. Most people are sensitive about their personal beliefs. So kind of this, like, ha-ha, yeah, I'm going to joke with you, but also a little dig, like, mm-hmm. but it makes sense that people are sensitive about their personal beliefs. And then I said, yeah, but that's kind of the problem. Again, I'm drunk, so very much. I love that you sent these. <laughs> this is my favorite. <laughs> I was like, yeah, but that's kind of the problem. Healthy dialogues can't happen if you're too sensitive to discuss your beliefs just because they don't align with the other person's beliefs. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) And then he responds, oh, of course, I 100% agree. But if one is really trying to start a healthy dialogue with anyone, I don't recommend starting it by telling the other person that their beliefs mean they're in a cult. Happy, smiling, (sighs) laughing face. And I was like, bitch, get those emojis out of here. Just because you put an emoji there doesn't mean it's like somehow (laughs) making it okay that you're on the cool side and that like we're having a good conversation. It's like, you're clearly throwing digs at me. Just be a fucking man and, like, you know, say what you need to say. Yeah, uh, and so also, like, up. yeah, maybe have a discussion about why Mormonism can classify as a cult. Like, exactly. instead of like, just getting immediately sensitive about it, immediately, like, oh, don't say we're a cult. Like, maybe ask, why do you think that Mormonism is a cult? And then Sarah would have exactly. things to say back, like, oh, check out the bite model. Look at this that I've researched. Look look at all these categories that it fits under. I'm not just claiming it for no reason. So, yeah. <laughs> it's not like we're just saying it as an insult. It's like, no, but it really is. Like, we're not just saying yeah. Mormons are a cult because it's like a funny dig to make. It's like, no, but like, really, that's like, what it is. It like, is. we've yeah. researched it. Anyways, four mojitos in, I respond. Okay, I was gonna say if you don't re- if you don't read this response, I'm gonna be mad because the response is great. <laughs> <laughs> I was so fired up, y'all, and drunk as fuck, and like around people who had never been Mormon in their life, and I was like, well, at first one of the friends I was with was like, oh, are we that boring that you're on Instagram? And I was like, nah, 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 nah. This isn't my personal account, but it was. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was trying to be like, this is like for our podcast page. And I was like, this fucker sent me this message. And bah, 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 bah. and I'm just like going at it. And they clearly don't care because they don't even know what I'm talking about. And I'm like, I got to respond to this. I'm so angry. So I said, I can't control how a person responds to my truth and my experience. I left the Mormon church and 100% can say it's a cult. If a Mormon is offended or sensitive to me saying it's a cult, then that's on them. I choose to not be sensitive to being contacted often about the Mormon church or receiving phone calls or messages from Mormons bearing their testimony and telling me I'm living in sin and I'm living in darkness. It's their belief forced upon me, and yet that's considered missionary work in a healthy dialogue? Question mark. Oh, boom. Hey, a boom so, mic drop. Press <laughs> the drunk Sarah. I was like, oh, shit. He responds, no, that's definitely not healthy dialogue coming from those individuals either. I'm really sorry that that happens to you. So it's like this again where like we're still not having a healthy conversation. Like he still doesn't want to go into what we're talking about. That's that's exactly it. Yeah, they don't go into it. They just, yeah, try to be like the nice quote unquote progressive Mormon. Yeah, exactly. We're like, oh, I'm sorry. I have to be Christ-like and say that I'm sorry and that you've gone through that. But it's like, I don't, I don't want you to apologize. Like I, you don't speak for every Mormon, like, or for people who have contacted me, but it's also like, if you're going to respond to what I post and say something about it, not being a healthy dialogue, because I'm calling someone's belief a cult, then you need to fucking have a healthy dialogue with me. Let's talk about it. He completely missed the whole point. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that it's people like that, that I think honestly they maybe they probably mean well but I think they cause more problems in the fact that like they say they're progressive they say that the church is progressing and they're going to help the church culture progress and it's when people like this are in the church it's like I think that's even more detrimental because they're trying to make the church look more appealing to people and exactly then that's how they can get converts and stuff when it's like if they knew the actual core doctrine of the church, most people would never join. Um, no, but then you see sure these not. like happy, shining, smiley faces that are just all whatever, happy all the time and say, oh, we love gay people. And it's like, ah, drives me bananas. But do you? <laughs> yeah, but do you really? Do you? <laughs> um, oh, so frustrating. I know. So like after that, I was just like, you know what? I didn't even respond to him because I was like, I just want to fucking enjoy my mojitos and being drunk and tipsy and not deal with this guy anymore. Because I was full on ready. Like, okay, if he's going to have like, a conversation, then yes. Like, let's get into it. Maybe I'm going to still be pissed off and annoyed, but at least I will respect the person. Like, I'll be like, okay, you know what? I still don't get their beliefs and I still think it's bullshit, but they're willing to kind of explain their side to me and have this conversation with me and like actually listen to what I have to say. Great. But if you're just going to like completely dismiss it and as soon as I say something and I'm actually real with you and speak my truth and you're instantly like, oh, I'm sorry that happened to you. Like, oh shit. It's like, what? But the, I don't need to apologize. They don't. Ad- they don't address anything, or they just use no. cop out excuses. Yeah, it's so frustrating because we want to understand and we want to have a conversation with these people that I've I haven't been successful as of yet. <laughs> no. Um, and again, it's not even about like convincing one or the other that no. they're right. And that's the thing that I feel like it's so frustrating. It's like I'm not. 
I mean, it would be great if everyone who is in the Mormon church realized it's not great and they stop funding it. That would be amazing. That would be lovely. But at the end of the day, I'm just like, I'm not trying to convince you that my way or your way is better. I'm just simply wanting to have a conversation where I can actually talk to you about what I believe in and you have a healthy response and we have a dialogue back and forth where you're telling me your beliefs, you're maybe answering some questions that I didn't understand before, or who knows, maybe even changing my mind about some things or me doing the same for you. But that doesn't happen. It's like as soon as someone who has left the Mormon church speaks out and says anything, we're shut down or we're considered hostile or violent or angry and bitter and cynical Mm. and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, oh, yeah, well, you make fun of people in the church. And it's like, no, that's called life. That's how adults have conversations (laughs) like that. That's how you communicate with people and like how you have healthy relationships. Like you don't have to agree on every single thing and be, uh, you know, pretending that you are on the same page as everyone constantly and not having any opinion or doubts or whatever. Like it's okay to have doubts and it's okay to question people who maybe you don't agree with their beliefs or whatever. Like, and especially on issues that I think it involves human rights. I'm like, I'm sorry, but it's an equality issue and I really need to understand why you support (laughs) an organization or an institute that you're paying money into that is proactively preaching to not give rights to certain people. Like I just, I want to know why. It's frustrating to me. One of the biggest things about it that's frustrating to, to me is that I feel like they're dishonest and maybe they don't do it on purpose, but it's like, when they're saying they support one thing and yet they belong to a church that oppresses that thing, it's dishonest to me. And so exactly. I can't, I can't wrap my mind around it. Um, I've told you a little bit about this, Sarah, like, so I don't think anyone will know who I'm talking about, so I can talk about it, but I have a friend who's a very super active Mormon, but she also claims to be super like pro LGBTQ and a feminist. Um, and so recently when you, you guys have probably all heard about this, but that recent devotional given by Oaks, where he said that gay people were contributing to the wickedness of society. (laughs) When that happened, when that happened, I asked her what she thought about it. And it took us down this whole rabbit hole of her, trying to give excuses (laughs) and it was sad to me because if anyone else in the world like if any leader especially if it was someone like Trump who she hates or any other you know person that's in the spotlight would have said those things she would have immediately said yeah that's horrible that's disgusting Mm -hmm. that's not okay but since it was an apostle she was making excuses for him which I found extremely sad she she was saying all kinds of things from like, well, sometimes prophets just speak as men, or she said that he could possibly have autism, which I also oh thought, my God. <sighs> there's so much wrong with that. And um, then she would just circle back to saying, it all comes down to believing in Christ, or, you know, you're you're believing in Jesus and this church and my relationship with it is different than yours. So I understand it differently. And I got really upset and I wrote back, I have it up here. 
um oh yeah because she said the same thing like she said that it's I'm offended by the culture but I'm not actually offended by the church (laughs) it's so dismissive and it's like patronizing as well as if like we don't we're not intelligent enough to understand the doctrine or understand the core principles of the church and it's like okay guys like I went through the temple Katie you were like in it your whole life grew up in an area that's so soaked in it like completely Mm -hmm. drenched (laughs) in this culture and the doctrine like we know what we're talking about it's not like we are someone from the outside who's never even joined the Mormon church or never even been like fuck off I hate when they say that it's like no I lived it I did it all. I understand it. I'm not stupid. So it's not the culture I have a problem with. It's the actual core as well. Mm-hmm. It's very dismissive of our experience and our mm-hmm. view. And um, I just, like, Serena, you and I have talked about this before, where <clears throat> if someone that's a Mormon is actively opposed to gay marriage, like, of course, that's crappy, but to me, to me, like I think to me and you, that makes sense. That's what we would expect because that's what the church mm-hmm. says is what God wants, right? And so yeah. that's that's shitty, but that to me is consistent with their belief system. Whereas if someone's a progressive Mormon, <laughs> I say that in air quotes because I don't think that's real. It's just, it's so disingenuous. It doesn't make yep. any sense. <laughs> Nope, not at all. Not even a little bit. Um, So I guess those are just my main thoughts. I don't know. I I had some other stuff I was going to say, but now I'm I'm losing it. (laughs) Well, girl, we could do several episodes on this. And I feel like people will probably send in many stories involving this that we could just do a whole other episode because, yeah, (laughs) so many things, so many thoughts. I know. You know, another thing that I was thinking about is that, um, did you see that the Mormon church, they just released this video on YouTube that shows how the Book of Mormon was translated, and they actually show a little, like, cartoon figure of Joseph Smith putting his head in a hat? Shit, no, I did, but I saw that you posted that, but... Oh, my God. I need it. It's like how they have those gospel topics essays published a while ago and now they're doing these videos and it pisses me off because I feel like they're acting like it's all so normal and that we all knew it all along like they were so forthcoming with it all along when actually no they were not no one knew this stuff and now they're just gaslighting people into being like well yeah of course we've always been transparent like no you said that was anti-mormon a while ago and that's kind of a lot of the attitude that I get from mormons that I talk to is like well yeah didn't you know that like we knew that and like we don't have a problem with it you did not know that when we talked about it a year ago you were acting like I was pulling shit out my ass and <laughs> that it was all a lie and I was just trying to do anti-Mormon literature. And uh-huh. it's like, oh, but now, now it's just like, duh, you know that. Like, I've been telling you about that for forever. And it's like, no, you haven't. <laughs> yeah, don't try to gaslight us, bitches. We exactly. know. <laughs> uh, I know I need to watch that. Like, I felt so bad Kitty was, like, on top of her game this weekend, sending all that stuff, and especially on social media, and the and the video that you sent, too, the YouTube video of um, that woman. Or is that the same thing? Oh. No, yeah, that's that was that whole other different thing with the 
the sexual abuse shit. Yeah. Oh, but. See, I need to watch all of this stuff because either I was too drunk on Saturday or too hot yesterday and I was just like, I can't do anything. Um, <laughs> so tonight will be my catch up night where I, I watch all this stuff and have reactions like, oh my God. Yeah. Um, oh, it's uh, so insane. So insane. I know. Yeah. Well, conclusion is that <laughs> the Mormon <laughs> church. The Mormon church is not progressive. In fact, it is way behind. <laughs> like, it exactly. is so slow to catch up. And, um, oh, one more point I wanted to say is that it it also pisses me off when people claim to be progressive Mormons when their church is, like, trying to get involved legally in taking rights away from people. Like, that exactly. makes me so infuriated. It's like, you're paying tithing money to this organization that literally wants to take rights away or prevent people from obtaining rights. And then you're, like, turn around and say, oh, I don't care if people have medical marijuana. And it's like, well, then don't belong to a church that, like, actively campaigns against it. <laughs> exactly. I just, uh... So, that was my that was my last point. But I, I think- feel like there's another one that I, I can't really comment on right now because I didn't click on the link. But I saw... I saw... A f- oh, she's not a friend. <laughs> Someone on my Facebook who um, I met in Chicago, and she's, like, one of these progressive Mormons who, like, goes on these rampant, like, that's not the word. Um, She just, like, goes on these, fuck me, my English is so bad, where she just, like, (laughs) goes on, like, oh, my God, like, Mormonism, like, where she's trying to be progressive, where she'll talk about abortion, she'll talk about whatever, and, you know, and I'm just, like, but... But no, like, you can't believe all that stuff and be Mormon. Like, stop. Anyway, she posted this thing, which I haven't read it all the way, but it's a picture of um, two African-American men who are in temple clothes. And people are, like, commenting, like, all on there. Like, I I haven't read the article yet, so I'm sorry if I'm getting it all wrong. But people are just like, yeah, like, I'm so glad that he stood up and he stood up for himself and they're doing an amazing job and blah, 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 blah. And it's, like, them trying to be progressive. And I'm, like, but this is something, like, what? Why would you even want to be a part of a church that clearly it was some type of racist issue that happened? Like, it's great that you stood, like, I'm so glad that they stood up and, you know, said what they wanted to say and, like, you know, made a point to say, okay, this is not right. Um, But at the same time, it's a bit like, but if, but what? Like, just leave. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't yeah. want to be part of that at all. Like, that's how I feel. And that's why I, I'm confused when I see these people posting about these issues and they're acting so progressive. I have to wonder, like, if you have the capacity to really think that way and, you know, you really do care about human rights and civil rights and everything, why are you still Mormon? Like, if you, I guess if you actually really believe in maybe the restoration of the church and that's, you know, the core of it that you believe in, like, why not just worship, like, privately at home or find a different way that makes more sense for you? But it must be still some of that fear and control of, like, if you don't get to go to the temple, you don't go to heaven or something. Like, I'm always very curious, like, why they don't just stop attending or paying tithing Exactly. Uh, it must have something to do with the temple or being afraid of some consequence in the afterlife, I would assume. Oh, my God. Guys, can I just, like, 
I have to read this. I've actually like opened it and read it and I am like, oh, my mind it. is blown. I'm sorry. We're going to go over a bit, but like, I cannot believe like these progressive Mormons are just like, yeah, I'm so proud of them. Blah, blah, blah. But it's like, no, this isn't, why are you encouraging Mormons to stay? Like if oh. they, this shit happens. Okay. So it's these two guys. Um, I'll send you Katie the link. They posted it on their Facebook um, and it says it's a, two pictures of them. So it's two African-American men in temple clothing. And um, they both have dreads in the picture. And they're holding, like, their badges uh, that says, like, I think it says, like, elder so-and-so. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. And, like, it says ordinance worker, baptistry coordinator. And then their names. So it says, um, the pictures are my friend, which I'm so sorry, person, because I, I, I'm going to butcher your name. Takuvi and I, I'm so sorry, don't know how to pronounce that. I'm really bad at pronunciation. Um, <laughs> we're both Mormon, we're both black, and we're both rocking locks, living our best, blessed, and blackest lives. Another thing we had in common until yesterday is that we're both temple workers. Him at the Payson, Utah Temple, and me at Boston, Massachusetts Temple. Worshiping in the temple is already a great blessing, but getting to serve in the temple is something I consider a great privilege. Further, 41 years ago... He and I wouldn't have been a, been allowed to set foot in the temple, let alone work in it, because of our skin. And two years ago, we wouldn't have been able to work there because we were too old and too single. Point is, we don't take this opportunity for granted. So imagine his, his surprise when he found out that he was released, not because of unworthiness, not because his temple recommend expired, not because he's moving, not because he asked, but because of his hair. He was told his hair would be a distraction to the patrons. Further, he was told that in another part of the world, his hair might not be a problem, but on the Wasatch front, it would be. Oh, my God. Yeah. First off, there aren't any rules about locks. Personal dress or grooming should not be a distraction to patrons or other temple workers. He's reading, he's quoting the pamphlet. Mm -hmm. Whatsoever ye do, do all in the glory of God. Give none offense. Keep your appearance suitable for a representative of the Lord. Hairstyles of both the brethren and sisters should not be extreme. Brethren should follow the missionary standard of being clean-shaven. For the last few months, I have worked in the temple ground as pictured, beard included. Today, I walked into my four-hour shift and ran 40 adults and teens to the baptistry, all by my damn self, looking exactly like this. In fact, just this week, a member of the temple presidency laid his hands atop my locks and set me apart as an ordinance worker so I could help out with other ordinances in the temple in case we were short-staffed. He immediately after he had me watch some training videos about making sure that the temple experience was uplifting and more pointedly and uh, welcoming and inclusive one for patrons and ordinance workers alike. Secondly, the fact that the temple presidency saw locks as problematic, distracting or offensive reinforces negative stereotypes and contributes to the uh, author to the othering of black bodies in the church and it needs to stop. I'm tired of knowing there's a seat at the table for my people and getting Gretchen Wieners by folks. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> getting Gretchen Wieners by folks. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> who's by folks whose racism is far more problematic, distracting and offensive than what we would ever do with our hair. Just a few weeks ago, the saints studied the parable of the lost sheep in Sunday school. One lesson of that parable is that every person is valuable because they are a person that belongs to God. The other lesson is that the flock is not complete or safe without every single sheep. Stop kicking us out of the flock by alienating us. You endanger everyone. That's it. 
And people why are like, yeah. Super- why would you be in that church? Like, why? I just, Like, literally, that's... I know that I have no right to, like, speak on racism because I'm white and I'm privileged and I've never, ever had to go through the horrors and trauma that is associated with that. But for me... I would think if that happened, like, and again, I can't speak to it because it's not happened to me, but I just, why I wouldn't even want to go back to that church. I would be like, you know, you're kicking me out because of my hair. Like, that's absolutely ridiculous. And yeah, yeah. coming from supposedly a God who didn't want you to even be able to enter the temple until 1978. Like, and that's, that's literally what Mormons believe. You're told you have to believe that literally. Yeah. Uh, so it's rooted in racism. It's rooted in homophobia and sexism. And yet people stay. And I know it's p- because they think they feel the quote unquote spirit. They think it's true. They probably love the sense of community. But it's really disheartening to me. And it's sad that people put up with this and don't leave. And then and a lot of people don't even call it out like that. A lot no. of people just let it slide. Yeah, exactly. Which is just, it makes me, makes me so sad. And then it's like, you know, these, I'm doing air quotes again, like progressive Mormons are like posting this and it's these like, you know, white Mormons who are wearing, you know, badges that say Black Lives Matter, but yet you believe in a church that would allow (laughs) some, some shit like that to happen. Like, come on. Yeah, come on. Seriously, come on. Yeah. I I just can't. I have a Facebook friend, this reminded me, and she, um, she's in, I think her husband is, I don't know exactly which, which South American country he's from, but he's South American, and they have a little baby, and so she's very into, like, you know, speaking out against all of the racism and all of the stuff that Trump perpetuates with building the wall, all that stuff, so, Uh and she posts a lot of progressive things, but then she'll post, she posted, it was something um, kind of similar to what you just read, but it was written by an African-American woman, female uh, blogger that's Mormon. And it was uh-huh. something kind of similar to that. I don't remember the whole tenets of it, but it was something like that. And it was like, she was sharing it. And I, <laughs> I think I'd had, you know, a few glasses of wine. And I remember <laughs> I commented. I commented on it and I was like, hey, I really like this article, but I'm just, I'm interested to know if, you know, you understand all these problems in the church and you understand, you obviously understand the racism and the problems. So why wouldn't you just choose a different Christian denomination to worship at or worship privately instead of paying tithing money to a church that supports these things that you're opposed to? And um, she responded, and she was like, thank you so much for your questions. I love talking about this stuff. I'm really, really busy this week. I'm super slammed, but can can I get back to you in just three to four days for this conversation? And I was like, sure, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, no, that was like three months ago. Not oh a word. Oh, my God. It was, it was just a way to get out of having to talk about it. Yep. <laughs> and I say that because I have totally been that Mormon who's done that. Yeah, because you don't really like, know what to say, but yeah. you don't want to ignore it. You want to just be like, oh, yeah, I'd love a conversation. 
And then it never yep. happened. But then you have no <laughs> explanation for it. And you're just like taught you're supposed to believe that. I would get those questions quite often. And I would just be like, oh, yeah, really great. I'm just, I'm super busy right now. But let's like circle back to that. And blah, blah. And I would <laughs> never yeah. reach back because I'd be like, I don't know what to say. Like, I don't even yeah. know what I think of it. And like, I don't know. I'm just like trying to fake it till I make it type thing, you know? Right. Like, don't talk about the uncomfortable things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the friend that I was telling you we were we were texting about Oaks, about Oaks. She, I kind of sent her a message that was a little bit, a little bit harsh. Like it wasn't terrible, but yeah, it was a little bit harsh. And then it was just like, yeah, no, he's a homophobic old man. That's all it is. And then she was like, you know, we really just need to talk about this in person or on the phone because I think (laughs) you're taking it out of context and blah, blah, blah. This is super hard to have over text. And I was like, okay, yeah, call me. That was like mm, over two weeks ago. Not a peep. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> it, it's like they don't want to talk about it really in person. No. They just want to stop the conversation. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. It's just, uh, yeah, so many questions. And I'm really, in all honesty, like I I feel like we just had like an hour bitch session and just being like, <laughs> mur, 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 mur. sometimes but you just need those, but I know it's it, need a bitch. It can sound like we're in an echo chamber, but I feel like we are super open to hearing what people have to say. If they really do have a reason, they believe it. That's, and it has to be a valid reason. Like to me, I, I won't accept like, oh, I just feel the spirit. To me, that's not a reason to be, to, um, to pay money to a homophobic institution just because you feel the spirit. Like that's not good enough for me. I'd like to know actually what else how you tell your mind that this is all right. Yep, completely. And and I feel like it's just part of the Mormon, like, uh, how the church is, like, maintained power and control over people is by basically saying, like, not to avoid these conversations. That's <laughs> yeah, because yeah. the avoid spirit it. might run away. Yeah, yeah. And run away from like, the evil apostates like me and you. <laughs> What are we? We're evil Satan robot bitches. We're evil Satan <laughs> robot bitches. Yes. But it's so true. And I feel like it's so harmful just like in in general in life. Because since I left the church, I've realized that like anytime someone questions my beliefs or like my, not even my beliefs, just like anything in general, I instantly get my feelings hurt. I'm just like, wow, like on the defense and like I'm not. I'm not able to just sit there and be like, oh, like, let's have a conversation about it. Like, it's taken me since leaving the church, so like three years almost, and I'm still not perfect, where I have to be like, don't get upset by this and just try to shut down and not have a conversation. Like, just yeah. because someone brings this up or it's something that you don't believe in or maybe it's a not even confrontational, just like a healthy dialogue. Like, you, you don't – your first response shouldn't be to shut down. It should be mm-hmm. to – listen and keep your mind open it doesn't mean that you have to change your opinion it just means you need to listen to the other person and like after you know again I'm not perfect but it's interesting I can see how I respond to things now versus when I first left or in the church and it's like oh oh my god me too be an adult yeah (laughs) and obviously like you said I'm still so far from perfect I still definitely get defensive sometimes or get sensitive about things but I feel like I've progressed 
leaps since leaving but it's been a really long journey like even just a couple years ago I wasn't even near where I am now which is still not anywhere near perfect like by any means but it's just one of those things I feel like I have to continue to work on every single day like you know you have to not be defensive and be open to new information and really use like your logic and critical thinking and not take everything so damn personally exactly (laughs) and it's so hard when you're raised in an environment that tells you to you know shut down and run away and take things as a personal and like you know they're out to get you type things like I really do feel like that's why these conversations are so difficult is because people who are Mormon they really do um their identity is being Mormon and so when you question something about Mormonism they feel like you're attacking them personally they can't separate it out and so that's why like the defenses go up, even though you're like, no, I love you as a person or even just you're a cool person, like whatever. They feel like you're saying that they're, I don't know, something's wrong with them personally. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yep, yep, yep. Totally. Oh, man. Well, maybe someday we'll get a progressive Mormon listening and he or she will want to come on the show. That would be That would be amazing. Yeah. Great. Guys, I love you all, but I'm so tired, so I'm going to go to bed now. But let Sarah go to bed. <laughs> I'm so glad we had this chat, and I feel better. I feel like I vented, got my frustration out, read you guys. I feel like, again, it's like Katie and I are sitting around and, like, sipping wine with our closest friends, and you guys just got to hear me bitch for, like, an hour and ten minutes. <laughs> And I'm also assuming people would call me out on my shit every once in a while. Let me eat a piece of humble pie. And then we continue, you know? That's yeah. what I like. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. We will be back next week. And um, and as always, um, send us any stories you have, which we have so many amazing ones that people have sent us in. And we're just like gushing with excitement to yep. to tell these like in fact we'll next week we'll um katie will read one of the emails and or i will i don't know and we can just like chat about it in general because i think it's incredible mm-hmm. um it's it's horrible but it's a good story like a good message that needs to be heard for sure yeah um and we have like all these other ones and then my friend karen oh my god my friend karen's on soon Yep, she is. Like two weeks. Uh, two weeks, I think, yeah. Yep. So we have all the exciting things. So if you guys have stories, as usual, send them in. If you have suggestions for topics. Um, and we love you guys so much. But before you send topics <laughs> or ask us if we talked about something, like, listen to our podcast. Because <laughs> we get those a lot that are like, do do this topic. And we're like, but we've done it twice. Listen to our podcast. Yeah. I think the one we get the one we get the most is people ask us why did you leave or how did you leave and (laughs) we've discussed that I think and we've dedicated two episodes to it and then we kind of just talk about it (laughs) so we love you all but if yeah maybe like listen through and then be like oh here's a here's a topic that maybe we haven't but that's just us being difficult but not honestly like Katie and I as we talked like we we do this on our own free time so it's a bit like 
it's mm-hmm. hard to keep up and, and respond. We love getting the messages. And so bear with us if it takes us a while to respond. or to Yeah, because we love them. And we try to get back to yeah. you as soon as we can. But yeah, sure. <laughs> sometimes it takes a minute. <laughs> it takes a hot second because we both have jobs and things that we're doing as well outside of this. But keep them coming. Just be patient with us if we don't respond immediately. Or if we just tell you, look at our podcast title. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so if you have other topics or, or maybe, and you know, in all honesty, maybe, you know, you suggest that we do an, an, an additional episode on a similar topic, then yeah, let us know. Like if you think that we didn't cover yeah. enough or you listen to it and we're like, oh, I could add a few more things or like maybe talk about this, this, and this that we didn't mention. That's valid. Right. Do that. Yeah. yeah. But otherwise... Keep uh, sending us all your things and we'll get to them as soon as we can. And we will try to, and by we, I mean, Katie posts the most amazing <laughs> memes. I am just like, I don't find them and Katie finds amazing ones. So I'm a meme hunter. <laughs> it's, it's so incredible. <laughs> like I get excited because guys, you think that like maybe Katie shares these things with me before, but sometimes I just like go on my Instagram, my personal account, and I see the story that like, Katie, Katie posts like, on our account, I'm like, ha, ha, ha I didn't even see this. Uh, me, like, <laughs> I'm so happy. I feel like when we when we first started this, I was very nervous and very cautious, and I would run every single thing by you that I ever posted. Like, <laughs> okay, like we have to make sure we do everything together. Like, I have a we each have each other's approval, and now I'm just like. <laughs> Uh, I'm slapping this up there. If she doesn't like it, she can take it down. <laughs> and you know I will. And the same with, like, sometimes Katie's still snoozing and I'm posting shit at, like, 9 in the morning. That's like, hey, guys. So what do you want to talk about today? <laughs> like, I love it. Not even running it by her. So we don't care. Is, good. We will hopefully amp up our social media game. And I feel like we're just rambling now. I'm sorry, guys. What happens when you're tired and delirious and you're just, like, talking shit for the sake of it? Okay, well, I'm going to say the closing prayer, which is, (laughs) Dear Celestial Jesus, will you please tell progressive Mormons that they're not actually progressive and tell them that they can leave and that it's fine? Okay, also, let Sarah sleep well tonight in the name of Celestial Jesus and (laughs) Satan. Amen. (laughs) And Joseph Smith and the cartoon and the hat. Oh, in all in the name of all of those things. Amen. Amen. <laughs> yes. All right. Bye. Bye.